Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. There's a unique phenomenon that I have found in doing this podcast. I've worked in many different mediums, video, lots of writing. Uh, I've done the radio shows, but those were by and large live. Podcast is different. And as I sit down and prepare these notes for my shows, what I have found more often than not is the topic goes in so many different directions, directions I did not expect them to go or it to go in and concepts that, you know, start by sounding simple, but they're not. And they're all connected to all of these topics that I talk about here so frequently. And that's why I talk about systems theory and things like that when it comes to exercise and motivation and nutrition. And even just now, when I start a podcast, I leave like 15, 20 seconds at the beginning so my producer can match the background noise if and when he needs to. And ideas come during that time as well. <laughs> so it's, it's constantly changing, but it's, th there's a lot involved. And, and that's part of what we need to look at. So this show is about my one fitness industry and in quotation marks for a reason failure. And I often use those in quotation marks for this reason. And let me start by saying I don't believe in failure. I got to say that right off the bat, but I threw it in the title for obvious reasons. It, it simplifies the topic and it's going to grab you. <laughs> we, we need those type of, of titles. Hopefully it did grab you. And if you're listening, you're obviously listening for a reason. But as I do this show, it's the beginning of the year or, or we're coming up to the beginning of the year. It's the end of the year coming up to the beginning of the year. And this is New Year's resolutions. This is goal setting. This is so much uh, of the goal setting for fitness and health. And I'm going to exercise more and I'm going to eat better. And I have written those articles for decades. And what I 
have come to realize after doing this for decades is that when it comes to the exercise part, a little more straightforward, a little less gray and a little more black and white. In other words, if you do push-ups, if you, if you get your heart rate elevated, doesn't matter how you do that, you're going to change your body. You're going to change your body. And so there's still obviously complexity to that as well, or it would be much more simple. But where it gets complex is that motivation side, is that goal-setting side, is that human behavior side, which is why I love studying that and will until the day I die, because that's what matters. A push-up's a push-up's, a squat's a squat. You know, workouts are generally, by and large, the same, but it's the person, right? When you're doing that fitness content now online, when you're watching and working along with your favorite instructor, it's something about that instructor that grabs you. And it's usually many things. It's the personality, it's the music choices, it's the motivation. And, and some people are super motivating for certain people and others are not. And that's why it's complex. And there's a lot going on. But as I talk about goal setting, you've read those articles. Same old, same old, right? Your goal should be what? SMART, the acronym. Specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time-bound. Of course, we know that. And yet so many people struggle. Why is that? Well, part of it is you're, you're, A, not following that acronym, and then there are those who follow that acronym, but not well. You're not picking the right specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time-bound types of goals are really not fitting those categories. And so you should do that, but what? We got to talk about all the other things, the nuances that come into achieving your goals. And a huge part of that is looking at those who have and I'm going to use the term and I'm going to stop, you know, qualifying it, but who have failed. And I'm one of those people. So I'm just going to be an experiment of one for you. And there's truly one thing that stands out in my entire career. And that's what I'm going to talk about. All right. So quick break. When we come back, I'm going to get into my one fitness industry failure. We'll be right back. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, How'd we do today? We did good. 
The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Talking about failure, and every single time that word comes out of my mouth, it feels wrong. Because I don't believe in it. I don't believe in the term. And it's cliche to say that failure is the inability, the inaction, the not trying. The inability to go for your goals. That's failure. You didn't try. One of my favorite shows I've done. And they're all up there. But is the man or the woman in the arena. It's not the critic that counts. So many people sit on the sidelines. And my toughest races are generally my most favorite because I learned the most about myself. The great ones, the fastest ones, when I finally broke three hours for the marathon, finally broke 10 hours for the Ironman, things like that. Yeah, those were really fun. I worked really hard for those and things came together. But like my blow up at Ironman South Africa, my really challenging run across the Grand Canyon and back, holy cow. Not failures, lessons learned. And that is a huge part of today's show. And it matters not what your goals are. This show applies, right? And let me just begin also by saying there's so many experts. It's torturous. I know I talk about it frequently, but for good reason. It's what the show's about. It's bringing you the right information, the science, breaking it down. And not just the science, but someone who has not only succeeded, but failed. And it's not talked about enough. And when it is talked about, especially on social media, I love this. The term is, even the term is kind of gross to me, if that's the right word, but humble brag. Humble brag. So, so often, especially in fitness, when you see these posts about failure. It's, it's a humble brag. What's a humble brag? I love this definition too. An ostensibly modest or self-deprecating statement, we'll throw picture in there or post, whose actual purpose is to draw attention to something of which one is proud. Hey, look what I, look what I did or tried to do. I didn't quite get there, but look, look at how great I am, right? You don't really learn from that. And so I've done so many shows about how I found the people who had achieved what I wanted to achieve, whether that was in the sports world, in the business world, with coaching. I had Troy Jacobson on, Matt Fitzgerald on, the writer. Not only did I, you know, follow what Matt Fitzgerald did in the writing world, I found who out who his agent was. And when I needed to switch agents, I pursued her to death. And it took years. And that's a big part of today's show, too. It doesn't happen right away. Okay, but you know, just be careful of the experts you follow because that is a huge part of 
what I believe in is finding people that you want to uh, do what they did to get what they have. But far too often, there are people who are saying, do what I did to get what I have, but they didn't do anything. They're either born with great genetics or they're a success coach who has only found success in selling success. <laughs> that's, that's not quite how it works. All right. So uh, let me give you the couple definitions of failure, too, because I think it's important. One is non-performance of something due, required, or expected. Due, required, or expected. And I think what we're talking about here is more the expected part. You don't really do it. It's not required when you're setting these goals, but you expect it. I'm going to work hard towards something, and I want that. If I put the work in, then this is going to happen. Another definition is the omission of expected or required action. doesn't really apply to us. And then the final one, lack of success. And I think that's what this show and what we're talking about here really comes down to, is what is your definition of success? That's so important. And as I was preparing the show, I didn't expect to go in that direction, but it makes complete sense. What's your definition of success? For me, it has never been about money. And I have a lot of really successful friends, a lot of really successful family members, but the success that I'm talking about, that's financial. Never my goal. Now, listen, money's good. I want the ability to do the things I need to do. And I've been successful, depending on what your level is of that, of course. But the be all end all has never been the money. And I've turned down many opportunities that will play into what I'm talking about here as well that didn't align with my brand. So it was short-term gain, but would have made my brand suffer long-term, in my opinion, because I wanted that brand and continue to want to have that brand be trust. Trust and authenticity and science. Okay? So you have to figure out what your success is. And if, if your definition of success is money, awesome. Awesome. That's your goal. But it wasn't for me. And when you actually look at, we've talked about this, and this plays into, yes, my, one of my favorite topics, sports psychology and motivation, specifically intrinsic motivation, you know, depending on what books you read and who you follow, there are different elements of this intrinsic motivation and kind of breaking it down. But one is three different components, right? Autonomy, mastery, and purpose. What's autonomy? Well, that's controlling what you do, when you do it, and who you do it with. And that, people, is one of my biggest, most proud components of my success, is that I have the ability to control what I do, when I do it, and who I do it with in this industry. And that goes for the people I bring on this show. I've pitched so many people that would help make this show, you know, be heard by more people. And I am very fortunate in that I am asked certain things, and when they don't align, they don't happen. All right? Mastery is the desire to improve, to get better. Huge desire for that. And I learned that through sports, and I learned that through music that I'm going to talk about, even through stand-up comedy that I'm going to talk about. And then finally, purpose. Little grayer here, but the bigger picture that you're working towards something more important, something larger. And for me, that's really simple. I truly want to help people, want to help you improve your life. 
What could be better than that? I always say I'm not selling shoes. And for those of you who sell shoes, that's awesome. I was just shopping today for my wife with shoes. We need that. And we all are passionate about different things. But for me, it's controlling what I do, when I do it, and who I do it with. I want to constantly get better at it. That's why at 52, I'm still studying in school. Just finished another class and we'll continue. My next one starts soon. So constant, constantly trying to improve. Can never stop learning. Can never stop getting better at, you know, swimming, biking, and running and whatever else, you know, sports you're doing. And that purpose, that makes it all worthwhile. Right? Now let me say this. Success is not a straight line. And that plays into my failure. I've had so many no's along the way. I have file cabinets filled with them. The rejections for my first books and no to me means not with me, not now or not in that way, but not no, because let me get right to it. What this show is about is knowing when to change course. That's not the straight line. And it's knowing when to fold them. Knowing when to hold them, knowing when to fold them. Did a show on that. A little different, but the concept is similar. And so when I get to the specifics very shortly about what this failure was, it wasn't aligned with my success goals. It wasn't what I was passionate about. It made sense at the time, but I knew when to what? Cut bait. That's really hard. For many people, that's one of the hardest things to do. You want to use the term secrets, but that doesn't really fit here. Because you set a goal. Is that quitting? Is that giving up? No. Not in this case. Not at all. All right, let's take one final break here. And when we come back, going to get right to the specifics. What was it in my career? We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? 
That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So when I decided many, many years ago that this was going to be my career, had tried many different things, I said, I need multiple revenue streams. I need so many different ways to make money because that's how I'm going to make a career out of it. And I started as a personal trainer and group fitness instructor. Well, I mean, back, personal uh, trainer. That was the first, right? Was training people, first job, Nautilus facility in college. Incredible that now I'm their fitness advisor. Talk about coming full circle isn't even the right term, but pretty amazing. But personal trainer, then I said, I need more, I need more money than that, right? You can only make as much during that hour. And that's pretty much the same with group fitness. But what I figured out very early on is classes don't quit on you. In other words, brutal business, personal training. And those of you who are personal trainers know exactly what I'm talking about. We only got paid if you train someone. And how often do people cancel? Now, yes, you have 24-hour cancellation policy. That is really sticky when you have a relationship with someone and they call up three hours before and say, my daughter's sick, Tom, I got to cancel. You go, okay, still got to charge you. That's a problem. So that led to (laughs) group fitness because classes don't cancel the way people do. And then I expanded that out. So let me just give you a laundry list of the different revenue streams I had because it plays into this whole topic. Okay, so personal training, group fitness. Then I started my camps. I'm like, okay, if training one person in an hour is good, maybe multiple people is better. And that was group fitness, but you're getting paid by the gym. And now I said, I'm going to go out on my own. And I started a running club in New York City, Team Holland Running Club. Very catchy, complex name, right? And then I did my Nantucket camp. And one day I should do a show, uh, you know, on that more specifically because that went to making thousands of dollars an hour. Took a long time, lots of sacrifice, but to show you where you can take some of the, again, something for those people who are in the business. So camps, then I went online coaching. The internet was invented, essentially, a couple years into my personal training career. And so I started coaching people online. Oh my gosh, amazing. Now I can coach people all over the world. Triathlon, marathons, running, other events weight loss, all of those things. Then I got into consulting with the media for fitness shoots, different things like that. Then I started doing lectures. 
Started with uh, my, one of my biggest ones to start with was Gatorade. Amazing. And then did many for them. Some were free. And that's a big part of my career is so much was quote unquote, again, to abuse that phrase, but it's true for free, but it's building the brand. Okay. Lectured many times for the American Medical Athletic Association, one of the few non-doctors part of that group. There was incredible value in that. Building the brand and the connections I made while there. So many different things. And that is one of the biggest problems with fitness people in general is that they're always looking to make the money rather than build the brand. And a lot of it is free. Then I started creating fitness content for magazines, for charities. I coached a charity for years, for websites, for then fitness apps, creating content. And that's the expertise. And then I started doing the fitness videos, my own, and then got hired to do so many, including Supreme 90 Day and Herbalife, product sponsorships, you know, Power Bar, Core Water, FRS, products that I believed in and used. And there was media incentives, basically many different ways to make money with them including being in the media, wearing their stuff, writing, got into that. That was a huge part of, of what I love to do, passionate about. So started writing articles. And by the way, pre-internet, I would write one spec article a week, one article that I just was passionate about. And I would send it out to all the magazines by mail and get all those rejection letters. But eventually and inevitably every single one over time. Some took a month, some took a year, but every single one of them was eventually published. Then I started doing the books and fast forward to today, many different things. Again, fitness advisor for Nautilus, lots of legal fitness expert work doing that today as well. Uh, today, literally today and so many different things. But what was that failure? So I had a client who was in the apparel industry, sports apparel. But this was pre-Roan. This was pre-Lululemon. There was nothing really for guys. Under Armour had just started to come out, was just gaining in popularity. But I thought there needs to be something else. There weren't enough options. Plenty for the women, but nothing really for the men. Nothing a little higher end. And specifically... I saw, because I was teaching spinning and taking the yoga classes and teaching, you know, a bunch of different classes as well, there wasn't really the shorts with the liner built in. I don't want to get too specific into it, but suffice it to say, that was it. I said, you know what? I have an idea. It's like Shark Tank. I, I need to fulfill a much needed thing. Anyone see guys do, you know, certain yoga moves upside down with the wrong shorts on? Yeah, not a good look. That was a huge part of the visual that I would see. I was like, we should do this. I should do this. And I told this client and he said, awesome, let's do it. And then he took it a step further and said, you know what? Let's do shirts. Let's do, let's do jackets. Let's do uh, different shorts. And so we did a, a fitness line, a clothing line. And what I realized was this was the only thing that I couldn't do part-time. I was going to the trade shows and I was standing, you know, for hours on end on the weekends. You got to visit the stores. There was so much work. And I'm fine with the work. But it didn't allow me to do all the other things that I needed to do. You couldn't do it part time. You needed to be 100% involved. It is a brutal business. My wife and I were shopping today 
Christmas shopping for her and the inventory couldn't get what we wanted to in the stores. And, and anyone who is in that industry knows exactly what I'm talking about. Brutal. And so there came a point, and by the way, I invested a lot, not just time, which took me away from all, many of those other things, but money. I put money in, partner put money in, but I was doing like the catalog and the photo shoot and the time and the effort, but money as well. And there came a point, and this is where we pull it all together. There came a point where I said, it's time to end this. This isn't what I want to do. It's not what I'm passionate about. And if I don't do it 100%, I'm not going to be successful. It's hard enough to be successful at this business when you do it 100% of the time. And so that was it. Closed up. So the question to many people is, is that a failure? To me, not a chance. Not a chance. The lessons I learned, the effort I take pride in, the fact that I had an idea and I followed through with it. I still have a movie script that has yet to see the light of day. I wrote it so many years ago. It was one of the hardest things I've ever done. It will see the light of day. And it's been tucked away for years and years and years. When I finished it, I was so proud that I had an idea and I got it out. And that is how I've approached my career my entire life from the books and all the different projects that I have an idea for, including the clothing line. We needed to have these shorts. Now I look and go, oh my gosh, Roan and Lulu for men and Viore and all these different clothing lines. But even if you go, well, you could have made millions, whatever, if you'd done it right, I would not be happy. <laughs> That's not what I want to do if I can't do all the things I'm doing now, like the podcast and writing the books and working with different people in different ways. And one great concept in psychology that plays into this is excessive optimism, which when you first start thinking about this, you go, how can you be excessively optimistic? How could that be a negative? Well, there's several ways. One would be inadequate preparation, right? And I'm just going to use the race analogy, the event analogy, because it's easy for me. So you go, oh, I don't have to really prepare for this race or let's throw in a speech. I got, I, I got a speech, you know, uh, that I have to give in front of a large group. Of people. I, I got this. And you don't prepare correctly. And what happens? Problems. And that plays into another negative aspect of excessive optimism. You don't prepare enough because you underestimate the challenge. I don't have to prepare for this race. Now, <laughs> I could do a whole show on this. It probably will at some point. But it can be a negative. And finally, most importantly with this topic, you don't know when to stop a task. Call it what you want. Give up. Give in. Cut bait. And that's really hard when you set a goal for yourself. But my goal was not to be the CEO of an apparel line. My goal is to have a career in the fitness industry where I help people and where I have autonomy, mastery, and purpose. And so, as I used to say to my Wall Street clients who would say, you know, you wish you were doing what I'm doing, making the money I'm making. I go, no, no, trust me. You know, it, it was never and is not about just the money. And there are people who love that. I have friends and family who love that career. Not for me. And so you got to be passionate about it because if you don't, if you don't have that passion, you're not going to be intrinsically motivated. 
and have that purpose, whatever your purpose is. And let me just totally wrap it up with, you know, I talk about how I had the background as well in stand-up comedy, in acting, in drumming, the music. I have people to this day who I haven't seen in a long time because I was doing shows with guys like Jim Gaffigan back in the day, Jim Norton. Incredible experiences, nuts. And I got to a point. Remember the day with Jim Gaffigan backstage in the city, little club, Grove Street, 55 Grove Street. And we're both going to do something the next day with agents. And I said, I'm done. He goes, what are you talking about? And he said, you're going to, you know, you're going to, you're going to be successful in this. And I go, no, I'm not. This is not for me. I'm going to the gym at like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. after these shows. I love it. And it was a, a musically based stand-up comedy act. And I love performing. But that was it. Same thing with acting. Did that for a bunch of years. Took many classes, improv acting, Harvard, summer classes, Emerson, Boston College, the city, and drumming huge into music. All of those skills I use today in fitness. All of them. Whether it's doing the videos, whether it's doing the podcast, whether it's being on TV, all of that training makes sense now. So again, when I see those friends who are like, don't know me, uh, or haven't seen me since the stand-up comedy days, they go, oh, are you sad because you failed at stand-up comedy? I didn't fail. I had amazing experiences. And it taught me so many things, and it's what makes my product today unique. Okay? And so therein lies one of the hardest things to do, or is it? To cut bait, to quit, to let it go. But I think when we set those goals for ourselves and when we truly examine those goals and you say, is this playing into what I need, what I want, my success? And so put a lot of money into that clothing line, put a heck of a lot of time, but I would argue not too much. And there is no perfect amount of time to put in a goal like that, but there's a time to stop. And you'll know it, hopefully, when it is right for you, and it's not a failure. Enough. I still have a box, by the way, <laughs> of that clothing. Didn't know I did. And I'm proud of it. Box cost me a couple dollars, but it played into that, as crazy as it sounds, the self-efficacy, the confidence. And the pride in having an idea and following through. That, to me, is living. And so few people take those risks because they are petrified of failure when the failure is the inability to try. Tom H. Fit is Instagram. Tom H. Fit is Twitter. If you want to reach out, that is how to do it. You can also go to fitnessdisrupted.com, email me through the site. I've been hearing from so many of you recently. I love it. Questions and just... Uh, you know, comments from things you have taken from the show. So please do not hesitate to reach out. Uh, please follow the show if you can, rate it, comment on it, and know that this is all to help you live your best life and to help me live my best life and to help my family live their best lives. And I love what I do and I'm passionate about it and I will be doing it till the day I die. And that would be like 123. All right, remember... There are three things we all control. How much we move, what we put into our mouths, and our attitudes, and that is awesome. I am Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. 
believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.